change, change or the name of the church from Leverton to New Life. You know, over the years, the name Leverton has served uh, its purpose. This church has been through many changes over the last few years. We have come out of the pandemic and the restrictions uh, it brought and have started to open up again. It's a new and exciting season. You know, I have been given the privilege to care for and lead this church uh, through this new season. Even before I was appointed as a pastor of this church, the leadership team and the church members uh, were in discussion about changing the name. With the new season comes a new vision, as mentioned last year, the leadership team and the trustees have together decided to start afresh with a new name. And the new name is New Life Church. Now, we chose this name because it goes well with the tagline of John 10 10. It says, I have come to give life and life abundantly. And secondly, we are in a new season and a new chapter of the church. Thirdly, with many people in the community, you know, feel that their life is a mess, mess and it is full of uncertainty out there. So it gives hope to them of new life. And fourth, and the last one is to keep it simple. To keep it simple. We hope this name captures the essence of the vision which is which I'm going to share to you now. Now talking about vision, you know, you must have seen this packets in uh, maybe the garden centers or some of the other shops. You know, with this packet, in, this is like a seed packet. And inside this packet, there are seeds of different plants. But outside the packet, it gives you the picture of what will happen. It gives you a wish when you sow the seed, water it, nurture it, one day you will bear the fruit of the seed that you have shown. So it kind of gives you a vision of what it will look like. And you know the scripture says in Colossians chapter 29 verse 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. The people perish. In the message Bible, it says if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves, but when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. They are most blessed. You know, in Psalm 107, verse 37 to 38, it's like a promise. And it says that so fields and plant vineyards that they yield the fruitful harvest. He also blesses them and they multiply greatly. And he does not let their cattle decrease. What a promise of God. You know, so what? We believe and hope. As I said a few times before, you know that we believe that every member in the church is called of God for a purpose. God has a purpose in your life. And as leaders, you like to help you and facilitate that, that God will use you for his purpose and for his glory. 
But with that also, we believe that whoever leads different areas of ministry which are going to share to you, we believe that you encourage one another, you build one another, you train one another. Amen? You know, the, as I said, encouraging leaders to raise leaders. So leaders within ministries at New Life Church to be encouraged to develop team and train leaders within the team. You know, the scripture says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, this is Paul, he's telling Timothy, and he's saying, and the things that you heard from me among many witnesses coming these to faithful men, who will be able to teach others? You see, what's going on here? Paul is saying that Timothy, what I thought, taught you, you know, you coming this to the faithful men, okay, whoever are around you, so that they will be able to teach others. So it's like the lineage goes on, you train others, you know, for different areas of ministry. You know, the word of God says in James chapter 3, verse 16, one thing is very important within the church that as we serve God together and look forward for the vision that God has given us, as it says, for where envy and self-seeking exists, confusion and every evil thing are there. So it's not about ourselves, it's about God. It's about Him, about His standard. The moment we focus on ourselves, that's where our confusion comes. That's where all evil things happen. If you remember a few Sundays back, I asked you to do something that is to speak your name. I don't know how many of you were there, you know, but what I to do it again. Okay. What I want you to do is speak out your name loudly. Okay, speak out your name loudly at the count of three. Can you do that? One, two, three. Okay. Now, at the count of three, speak out the name of Jesus. One, two, three. Jesus. You saw the difference? When you speak your name out, there's confusion. But when you speak the name of Jesus, there's unity. So it's not about, as scripture says, for where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. So it's about him. Okay? And then the scripture also says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. I appeal to you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another, so that there may be no divisions among you, and that you may be perfectly united in mind and thought. Amen. Now, I'm giving you the scripture not because there is a division, and I think there is a great unity amongst us. You know, but evil ones can. You know, slip in to bring those divisions. So we need to be careful. We need to be aware of it and be united together. Amen. And then again, Colossians speaks about 
bear with each other. Okay, even if you don't like someone, bear with each other. You know, as I often say this, to be with God in heaven is glory, and to be with men on earth is another story. <laughs> So it says, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues to come down, it binds them all together in perfect unity. Amen? And that's what we need to focus on. You know, talking about Winchester, the population of Winchester is approximately about 180,000 Bangladesh. And the community around here, Spanish population, is about 6,000 people. And I heard from one of the leaders of Anglican Church that the student population in Spanish is about 1,800 people. 1,800 students live close to the church. So there is a great task. But this, our church is not just for Stanmore or for Winchester, but for wider media as well. We have people coming from different parts of Hampshire. You know? So our focus is not just this area, but wider area. Now, the task is great before us. Okay? And God has placed us in this place for a purpose. We here, we are not here just to exist, have a good time and go, but God has called us, the church is there to be the salt and the light of the world. And just as we came together, we thought about the structure, how the church looks like and all the different areas of ministry will look like. So here we go. There's leadership team. That's me, my wife, Paul, Janice, Terry, Jude, and Silas. So we have this team of leaders or elders you can call. Then we have the church council or trustees. You know, that is the names you can see. Silas, Terry, Paul, Finley, Ben Cheney, Pam, Brian, and Gerard. But now there are different areas of ministries. We have worshiping, and Andy, you know, is kindly leading that worship, you know, Facebook, Andy. Yeah. We really enjoy worshiping God. The kids' church. Right now, at the moment, maybe my wife is leading it, but uh, she's looking forward for you know a leader to lead his church who has the burden, who has the calling of God. And we believe that the children and young people are the future of the church. We need to sow in them. You know, we need to invest in them to see that they grow in the ways of the Lord. Then we have youth church. Uh, uh, we plan to have youth church. We don't have right now for the school year 7 to 11. And we are praying that God will bring someone to lead this ministry or take this ministry. 
If God is speaking to you, please come and speak to us. In fact, all the other ministry which I will show you, the Lord is leading you or speaking to you to help in that. You know, please, please contact us. We'll be happy to help you and support you and stand with you. So then we have man to man uh, where Terry is leading and it's going great. Uh, last Monday we had Terry night and it was a very good time we had together and the word was also shared in that group. And women's group, which we are hoping to start soon. And again, we need someone who has the passion to help in that. And then in the coming future, we are planning to have Alpha Course. And again, we need someone to lead that Alpha Course. Then we have Rainbow Club, that is for the seniors. So we had our first Rainbow Club, the club after pandemic, and there are about 25 seniors who came from the community here at this place. And we had the opportunity to share the gospel to them. And then we have Welcome Team. Phil is leading that team, doing a great job. Thank you, Phil. And we need more people to join the Welcome Team, so contact Phil about it. Then there's hospitality team. What is hospitality team? You know, after church service, we have teas and coffees, and also during the week, there are different occasions and meetings that we have catering. And also, Jude right now is uh, you know, leading it, and uh, she's doing a great job. And then we have audio visual team. There's the man over there sitting there, Jeff. Jeff, if you can raise your hand. <laughs> um, so he's leading that ministry. And we need people to join that ministry to help in that ministry. So we have a team, but we need more people to help in that ministry. Then there's maintenance team. We're praying that God will bring people who will be part of this maintenance team. What is the maintenance team? So, like for example, uh, mowing the lawn, you know, doing bit of gardening and and some other odd jobs or things, you know, to change the lights or bulbs and all that, you know, the stuff that we need help. So we need a maintenance team. And then we have prayer corner. Prayer corner is doing a great job leading that ministry. So after church service, we have a prayer corner where there are people who are willing to pray with you. <coughs> then there is Sunday setup team. Drive is doing every Saturday, um, uh, but we need support uh, to help it in the coming future. And then life group. I'll be talking about life group in the next segment. Um, then student work. So we need someone to lead this student work, to reach out to the student and lead this ministry. Then evangelism. You know, we want to reach out to the community. So we need a team of people who will go out and preach the gospel. And we need someone to lead that ministry as well. The charity team. What is charity team? Like food bank or fair share or helping people with different needs. So we need a team of people or someone with a heart and burden to do that ministry. The missions team, 
burden to start a life group in your house, or sometimes you know people to meet maybe in Costa Coffee or Starbucks or different places. So if God is leading you to start a have a life group, host a life group, that would be great. So can you please speak to me uh, after the service or in this uh, coming few days? Life groups are a place where spiritual gifts can be discovered and utilized to benefit the group itself, the congregation as a whole, and the world around us. Each group's goal is to encourage and challenge each other to live the life that God has planned for each of us. The life group is a place where the group members experience growth, belonging, and care. You know, the typical group time will involve most or all of the following elements. That is, catching up on life, checking in with each other, asking and answering the question, how have you seen Jesus at work in your life this week? Discussing scriptures, discussing a passage from the Bible and the teaching from Sunday's, uh, Sunday's gathering. And the maximum number of people in a life group we would like to see is 10 people. Okay, 10 people. And then reviewing the mission, talking through relationships with our friends, co-workers and neighbors asking, how can I bring them around? And engaging the heart, sharing our victories and struggles, praying for one another, and speaking truth about Jesus to one another. This is what we would like to see in a life group to happen, living a life together. What happens is, you know, on Sundays we all come together, worship God together. And after church service, you know, sometimes you have to go a bit early and we just say hi and hello, that's it. You know, but life group is a place where a smaller group of people from the church meet together, share with one another. You know, pray for one another, care for one another. You know, so we would like to see that happen. So our plan and thought is that, you know, to have it every alternate week. Alternate week. Not every week, but again, it depends on the needs and every house group. So one week we can have like a Bible study group discussion, and the following week, whenever you are meeting, we can have it more of a social. Okay, so we are more open for ideas and thoughts. So do uh, speak to us. We'll be happy to learn from you as well. Hallelujah. God is good. Even the scripture says in Luke 10 2, then he said to them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. And it is so true. Even after 2,000 years, Jesus said this, you know, there is still need of laborers in God's kingdom. There are need of laborers in God's kingdom. You know, church is looking for better methods. I'll say this. Church is looking for better methods. But God is looking for better methods. I said this before, 
Leonor Gardner, he says, in the days of Elijah, there was a cry, where is the God of Elijah? But today, there is a cry which says, where are the Elijahs of God? Again, there is a saying which says, today we have 21st century transportation and communication. What we need is the first century dedication. I know we all have challenges. We all are busy with different things that we do. But one thing we need to ask this question, what is the purpose of my life? Why am I on this earth? The purpose of your life is to live for God. To live for Him, to love Him, to know Him. So that one day, when we go to Him, I would like to hear from His mouth when He says, Come, my faithful servant. Come, my faithful servant. We are in the last days. We are seeing a lot of things happening. Because we don't know that Jesus will come and the end will come. But with all that turmoil that is going on around the world, the fear that is going on around the world, the confusion that is going on around the world, as the scripture says in Chronicles, the eyes of the Lord is moving to and fro throughout the earth, looking for those whose heart is committed to and sin, so that he will work on behalf of them. Can you say this morning to God, Lord, in a of searching, fix your eyes on me, here I am. Then you might say, Sunday, the task is great. How can I make a difference? I'm just an ordinary person. How can we make a difference? Yes, you can make a difference. This reminds me of the story of a young boy who one day saw thousands of starfish stranded on the shore. And he was picking up one and throwing it in the sea. Picking up another, throwing in the sea. So one old man came to him and he said to him, Son, you're not going to make a difference to all these thousands of starfish. The task is too big. You're not going to make a difference. You know what that little boy did? He picked another starfish, threw it in the sea. And he said, I made a difference to that starfish. Even if you make a difference in the life of one person, you've done great work, great job. All God is looking is for faithfulness. Can we say together, Lord, use me for your glory. Lord, I want to step up. I want to come out of my comfort zone and say yes to you. And I'm telling you, you know, you might be sitting there and you might be wondering, I don't know my gifting, I don't know what is my talents. We show you different areas of ministry. You know, just step into one of it and see how it goes. 
you will be surprised what God does through your life. You know, one thing is because I know it, I have experienced it. You know, because I was a very introvert, shy person, always afraid. You know, nervous in front of people to talk to people. But Jesus changed my life. He transformed me. And here I'm standing and talking to you. If God can do it in my life, I'm sure He can do it in your life as well. Are you willing to say yes to Him? You know, Isaiah, when you saw this vision in Isaiah chapter 6, it says, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for me? Who go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. Isaiah said, Here am I, send me. He didn't say, Here am I, send my neighbor. The here am I sending. Are you willing to respond to the call of God? Because we are just going to live on this earth for a few years, maybe 1900, maybe a little bit more, till some. But we are going to live for eternity with God. And what we do with the life, one life that we got on earth, makes a great difference for your eternity. Amen? Amen. So with what I share to you, all the different areas of ministry and the vision of the church, what we would like to see is to know God and to make him known. So there are people around us. Let's be, let us be the light for those people who are in darkness. And let us be the salt of the earth. Amen? Amen. Okay.